Hello and welcome to Whispery Moon Tarot. Hey. <laughs> I'm celebrating tonight. You know, listen to this next week. I'm celebrating. I just got 400 new follows on Facebook in a week. In a week. It's awesome. I hit 3K last week and now uh, Zucker faces uh, algorithm now thinks I'm different. So now it's like a different game. I let him strangle me almost to death uh, with that. He's Facebook is it's is a is a monetary system. <laughs> All right, it truly is. It truly is. I don't have money to to pay like the big boys to pay to have my shit seen. So um, it's quite a win this week. I'm actually celebrating. Uh, so cheaply, but I'm celebrating. Uh, I'm having some drinks. We're going to talk about Gemini, which is one of my favorite signs. Um, I, I got a steak marinating. Oh my God. With sesame seed oil, soy, a little bit of, a little bit of teriyaki, some honey, some lime, some garlic. Oh, it's been marinating. It's ten bucks, but I'm only gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do half and half because I'm doing like I'm doing I'll tell you tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> Maybe I'll eat in the middle of this. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm gonna grill that steak up, and then I made some noodles. I got yum yum sauce. I got toasted sesame seeds, a zucchini, onion. Oh my god! So I'm gonna make some noodles, like fried, you know, Japanese style noodles. I'm grill up this steak and some zucchini. Oh, I got green beans too, the real, the French kind, the skinny ones, really crunchy. Uh, I got those. Oh my god! So I'm gonna steam those up. I almost wanted a salad, but I got some. It's it's. I went to the fancy grocery store and got a steak and then some like sushi, and it's super cheap. It's cheaper than I can get in a restaurant. Uh, I I have to remember to take it out because it's better it's better at room temperature. So I gotta take out what I want and let like chill. And at some point I stop and chill and like let my sushi chill, and, like warm up, you know. And then oh my god, so like yeah, I'm having hibachi tonight, home style hibachi. <laughs> it will ultimately I'll get two meals out of this recipe. Like I'll eat this tonight and I'll eat it tomorrow night too. Yeah. 15 bucks <laughs> two hibachi dinners and the sushi is more than you get at hibachi so it's like it's price uh, so it's like I'm, I'm having a cheap expensive dinner i'm excited about it the sesame oil got me all turned on because it's like oh i made cheeseburgers this week with sesame oil and i'm like i'm sold I'm sold on a sesame oil oh i love that shit God damn, just put it on. It's like truffle oil. I need to get truffle oil, too. Truffle oil and sesame seed oil. You want to make your food good? And there's a little secret. There's a little secret. In case you don't get 400 likes, I'm not telling you. Should write a book later. <laughs> how Zuckerberg, how I let Zuckerberg strangle me. <laughs> Keep strangling me. I'm not going to give you money, asshole. <laughs> right? Any creator... Who has dealt with fucking Zuckface, fuckface, I hate the motherfucker, knows the struggle. So today's a win. That fucker just gave, that fucker couldn't stop 400 likes this week. <laughs> now that's ultimately why I'm celebrating. I'm ultimately celebrating because I'm this like little, 
like chihuahua piece of shit dog over here in the Facebook world. And a bunch of people heard my yipping this week. You know what I mean? A bunch of people hit that fucking button, accepted me as my meme uh, lover of the moon. You know, so if you're not following me on Facebook, do it. And I know my Instagram, so I'm like, I need <sighs> fucking Instagram. I'm like, I'm, I'm so close to putting on yoga pants. I'm so close to putting on yoga pants for Instagram. I'm that close. God damn it. Make me use my butt. Instagram. Don't make me use. <laughs> I don't I'm celebrating. Come here. Come So, yeah, you know, it is part of the entire business strategy uh, for any business. You have to think about your social media image. You have to uh, work at it consistently. Um, If I were to give any advice to anybody that's starting out with any platform, consistency, just like iTunes, they like my consistency. You got to be, you got to show up. I was talking to my son today about being a player. I'm like, if you want to win, you got to be a player. And a player has to play. So a player has to show up. That's the, you want to win, show up. You want to win, play. Even if you can't, even if you don't have the energy to play at your best, still show up and play. Even if you feel like shit. That's what it's about. That's that is ultimately what divides. You know what I mean? It is. Uh, if any entrepreneur that's starting their own business knows, it's about it's about sweat, sweat equity. It's important. My mother and father were both entrepreneurs, and they did really amazing uh, jobs. Really, they did incredible. Like everything they've ever done. Uh, they've worked it out, even with odds, massive odds against them. They always came out surviving and thriving. Uh, and a lot of that is just plain ass, not giving up. So, I mean, it's important. It's important that you keep a steady routine about it. So anyway, yeah, I'm celebrating. Celebrating. <laughs> you guys get to celebrate with me. but. Anyway, yeah, that's my, that's a weird intro. I had a whole different intro in mind. I did. <coughs> I wasn't planning on talking about any of this. I had a totally different intro in mind all day long. I went around all day like, I'm going to, this is my intro, blah, 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 blah. And then right before I sit down to record, I was like going through and like, you know, doing my business part of this project, you know, like, you know, where are we at? I don't like the shit, post the shit. Hey, everybody, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, holy shit. That can't be right. I mean, where's my number? Oh, that can't be. God damn it. Hello, everybody. Let's continue to grow. Yeah. And it takes consistency. So at the end of the day, if there's any secret, but you got to be, you got to do it. got to do it. So here we go. Gemini. So I'm going to start with the gem, talking about the Gemini. Then we'll do a Gemini season read, see what Gemini season is going to mean for all of us. Um, And then we're going to talk about Gemini as a lover. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be some hot, hot hand-holding later. It's hot. We're going to hold hands. 
totally Gemini. Totally Gemini. So we're going to talk about hot hand holding <laughs> at the end. And then we'll do some love readings or whatever. We'll see what we, maybe I don't know what we're going to do at the end. I said love reading, so we should do a love reading for our Geminis. I don't know. Like I said, we'll get there. So Geminis, Jesus, focus. Here we go, Geminis. Uh, May 21st through June 22nd, or June 21st, yeah, third house, journeys and relatives, oh my god, are you going on a trip to see your family? I am, my family's taking a trip to see me, <laughs> oh, my dad coming to town next week, oh, he's so subtly stressed, my phone's gonna go off a lot while we, we record, when since out of school next week, I'm totally stressing. Third house of journeys and relatives. Yes, obviously. The Gemini season is all about intellectualism, being resourceful, uh, enjoying diversity, and being extremely tolerant. These are all aspects of Gemini. Now, the negative aspects are flighty. Oh, my gosh, where they go? Complex. Why are they upset? I have no idea. Fickle. Yeah, because they're fickle. They get really, they're really shifty mood-wise, and they are. But they're very connected, and they always feel like, like a kindred spirit. And I have to agree with that. I have many, I have lots of Gemini friends. I can, oh my God, I love that person. It's a Gemini. Um, they're they're great. They're flirty. They're fun. Uh, they're great conversationalists. Whatever they're interested in, they know a lot about. Uh, they're on the opposite side. I'm a Sagittarius, so they're on the opposite side of me. So we carry this opposite energy, but. Uh, Geminis and Sagittarius get along extremely, extremely well, but they do do best with fire signs, Libra and Aquarius. They're all about the mind and thinking. Like they're definitely a social animal. They like to be active. They'll always be doing stuff. Uh, communication will be extremely strong during this month. So uh, again, Geminis are about communication. So you will you will find communication being easier, even though we're like whatever with a retrograde. I don't know. They like community. And they're also one of our mutable signs. So they're extremely adaptable. Now in the tarot cards, <coughs> they are lovers. They are a lover card. Uh, it is a symbol of twin souls. That whole idea, like we, you know, we hashtag twin flame because it's important, but uh, it's very much connected to Gemini energy. Um, again, Gemini in this season is about making some very important decisions because they will have a long-term effect. This is the time we're planting. We're making decisions about what we want to harvest in the fall. This is an extremely uh, important time if you are thinking about a business or you're wanting to become more creative and possibly make money off this. This is an important step here. What are you going to plant? Because that is what you're going to sow in fall. The sign is very devoted. They really like their friendships to be harmonious. They're extremely romantic. Um, they're definitely, you know, we got true love and sex. Uh, that kind of uh, house here in the Gemini. They are the lungs, the arms, and the hands. Your nervous system, the color yellow. Their main energy is brotherhood through wisdom. And it's a very masculine sign. Of course, Castor and Pollux, is that how you say it? Um, they hatched out of uh, they hatched out of an egg. And that is a great story. If you want to go learn about 
the egg and um, the swan, and that's it's a beautiful story, and it is the story uh, that's associated with twin flame. I don't have it written down. It's been a long time. It was like a swan fucked a person, and then they had this egg, and then from the egg hatched the twins that we now know as Gemini. So <clears throat> it's called the rape, I'm pretty sure, of... <clears throat> Excuse me, because it's considered rape. There's my, as I'm, as I'm talking about the Gemini, there's my Gemini just checking in with mess. One of my best Gemini friends just messaged me. Okay, so she knows I'm talking about her. She's awesome. What is it? Um, I think it's the rape of, come on. Change the entire energy. Now I'm being a Gemini. I'm changing the entire energy of everything because I have to be right. <laughs> Geminis do like to be right. Um, let me look. Yeah, it's Lita and the Swan. Okay, it's Greek mythology. So Zeus in the form of a swan seduces or rapes Leda, according to the Greek mythology. And she bore Helen and whatever. These people's fucking names are crazy. Um, at the same time, ba uh, bearing Castor and... Uh, God, these names are horrible. On and on and on. Let's get down to the goodies. According to the version of the story, Zeus took the form of a swan and raped uh, Leda, on the same night she slept with her husband, some versions say laid two eggs from which the child hatched. In other versions, Helen is the daughter of, and the goddess who personifies disaster that awaits those who suffer from pride. These stuff, these, again, these Greek mythologies are so like, ugh. And this person that you can't fucking pronounce their name. Fuck this person who you can't pronounce. And they had these kids. And then these kids fucked over these kids. And blah. <laughs> There's, it's, just, it's, it's the only book that's more like crazy is the Bible. God damn it. We got to do the Gemini read. Okay. Here we go. But yeah, so there's that whole story. linked to this sign so if you're a gemini or you love a gemini you might want to go like you don't know find it better like the wicked version is not being good find someone who actually like wrote it out nice or, like a storyteller like imagine that story told like that's what i'm saying like you can go read it off the internet but there's a whole different imagine that story told by uh, someone who understands that How do you even keep them all straight? You know what I mean? All right, we're going to talk about commitment. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> commitment here. Oh, field of dreams. And one more. 
Magic prayer. Okay. Overall energy is about our strength. Let's talk about this commitment first. That's a big commitment. Lots of people get married in June. Ugh. I got married in late September. Kind of a little hot, but it was still like a beautiful evening. Summer wedding commitment. All you can expect is disappointment and regret. This Empress is too independent. So the choice is to wait and reap what you sow. Oh my God, there's cheating. Oh, okay. Isolation. Because they feel alive. Cheating because they feel alone. And now this dick is mad. God damn it. Why do you have to be so specific? It's number 36. Should read the card first. We'll go back to the beginning here. Read the stupid card. 36, commitment. A true commitment is a responsibility of the heart, the mind, body, and soul. This is a good time to make one. Partnerships formed in this time are harmonious and powerful. Commitment card also indicates that the natural evolution of the relationship from its inception to a literal metaphorical marriage, at, at the very least, therefore a promise of fulfillment in some form. However, you must be conscious of what you're committing to. Be clear about the nature of your commitment and your responsibility to it. Others are more willing to enter into partnerships at this time. Remember that your partnership with spirit and your highest version of your own self will engage the highest self in another. Yeah. So make sure if you're making any commitment, it's a good one. I, I have this theory. Cold feet is like legit. Like if you have cold feet, you're not supposed to. That is your, literally your instinct, your soul telling you not to do it. That's what I think cold feet is. And I'm like, I didn't really believe in cold feet until I had cold feet. <laughs> I really didn't. I remember it so clearly. I was standing at my rehearsal <laughs> the morning before my wedding. And we were standing there doing the rehearsal. And it fucking flashed over me. Like, oh, my God, don't do it. Oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, this is just your personality, your commitment phobe. What are you doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, God. So I talked myself out of it. I did. I talked myself out of it. I'm like, everybody's here. Spent all this money. It's We're doing this. I was like, all committed and money and friends and family. Like, fucking committed at this point, right? Like, too. it's too late when you're standing at the rehearsal. <laughs> you're standing at the rehearsal. It's too late. So I was like, fuck. But it it was a moment. I had a moment. I shouldn't do this. And like I like I look back on that. And I'm like that was my fucking soul. That was my soul. That was like if, when we talk about different timelines and different different possible realities. At that moment, 
I split into two people because there was one part of me that it could have run. Like I really, I have enough moxie about me. I could, I could have just walked over to my mom and dad and said, "This is not a good idea," and they would have been like, "Okay," and we would have just had a great dinner. Our family would have stayed. We would have had a party. You know what I mean? We would have still ate everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, that's what we would have done. We would have just, and then we would have laughed it off, <laughs> made it a party. I like, I know my family well enough to know. If I walked over to my mom and dad, I'm like, I can't do this. You know, I'm like, okay, let's just fucking eat all this shit. Let's get half our family is here. Let's just enjoy ourselves and fucking whatever. Screw them. We'll deal with the we'll move you out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's like when I look at it, like hindsight, it's like what what could you have done? Like what would have been the outcome if you would have pulled the eject button at that moment? Like, do your parents, like, love you enough to say, okay, let's pull it. Let's just deal with it. This was a great party. It was a great not getting married party. <laughs> of course, you're going to go with it because you feel all the pressure. Everything, everything, the dress, everything. You, you've spent all this time, all this money, all, everything to have this wedding. Just to get to the fucking rehearsal and be like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? You know, we almost need a wedding... Before you plan a wedding, you know, even if you're super committed, it's a whole different, it's a legal obligation that ultimately, because as above, so below has to be fulfilled, like, like karmically in heaven as well as hell. You know what I mean? Like if you, like, if you believe in as above, so below, if you have to believe in as below, so above. So as soon as you go into a contract with someone, it is, it is a soul contract. So there's a whole other level of karma that has to be paid the moment you make one of those decisions. And it's like, in the end, what would I have eat? Like the eating the money of the rela- of the the wedding was so much cheaper than what I did. <laughs> what I went, what I went through, ultimately. Like if I would have jumped in, it would it would have ultimately just been a a big party mistake. <laughs> you know. Like, people don't think about things uh, long-term, you know? Like, if you, ha- if you have those feelings before you even get to the pulpit, yeah, change shit. Yeah, so here's this expectation that you're already regretting. You're, you're committed, now you expect to regret it. This mother <coughs> is very independent. This empress here is very independent. It makes the decision to wait for someone to cheat and then to isolate this dick and be mad about it. Jesus. Defend yourself. Defend your happiness. Now here comes baby mama drama. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm sorry. She's a whore. Now here's a whore. Oh, it's so sweet. Now I'm sorry. Here's a whore and you're trapped. Wishing. Just trapped wishing. Yeah, that is some... Make sure the commitment is worth it. Like I said, it's cheaper to jump out and make a bigger mess in the beginning than it is if you add it all up by the end. A lot of people don't take the time to think about that. Because they just want the status of it. 
I've been with this guy five years. I should have him been, been, been married by now. That must, must not be serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that mentality? I can't be younger. You already sound like an old lady. <laughs> now we move this bitch in her home. Now, we, now there's this move, and we got this bitch in her home. We're taking a trip to this bitch's house. Oh, my God. Now we're taking a trip to this bitch's house. I don't know. what. The action has been taken to isolate, which was destined. Here is the hermit. Yeah, it's like the loneliest place is in an unhappy marriage or relationship. It's like literally the loneliest place to ever be trapped in a relationship. Now... Now we're de now take action. Now there's some action taken, which again creates abandonment. Oh, but that was destiny. Now this hermit. Now someone's like hermit, knight of wands, hope. Now someone's alone, having sexual energy and hope. Why is this masturbating over here? Why is someone masturbating alone all the time? Why is someone masturbating? Here's the story. Now someone's masturbating. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm sorry. This is a whore. You married a whore. I don't know. Commitment. God, can you imagine committing to a whore? Ah. Now you're trapped wishing. And you got secrets. I forgot to read the secrets card. High priestess. Now you move this bitch into a house. This bitch in this house. And now the action. Now you're standing there with your dick in the hand doing nothing, feeling completely isolated. Wheel of Fortune, but that is what you wanted. That's the destiny you created. Now, Hermit, Knight of Wands, Star. Now you're home. Having uh, Hermit and Knight of Wands, I read that as masturbation. This is like self I still need to talk about masturbation. Hoping, wishing, whatever. Yeah, that's the truth. God, you get married and then all you do is like wait for him to go to sleep so you can masturbate. Most dudes, yeah. <laughs> okay, well now I gotta wait for you to fucking go to sleep and now I can't masturbate until fucking 2 a.m. And, and because I'm too drunk at midnight, right? <laughs> this is a dude's life right here. Yeah, denial. Because this, this denial in the relationship ultimately causes anger. Sounds like a normal marriage to me. <laughs> Here, here's some real love. And it's a complete lose-lose situation. So you juggle. What to do, what to do, what to do. This whore is so sweet. Oh my god. This whore is so sweet. Or this whore, now you gotta juggle because now there's this whore from the past or this like nostalgia. Whore, nos nostalgia whore. <laughs> this nostalgia whore. Right? Denied. Now she gets denied. This could be like a hot chick from uh, the past. Again, she's destined to have hope. Destined to hope. Again, because they're expecting to be a mother. Someone's expecting. Oh, goodness. Congratulations. Expecting to be a mother, yet trapped in their head. Because ultimately, they're happy manipulating the child. They're happy using children to manipulate. They're trapped in your head because they're happy 
to use child children to manipulate and that creates and that manifests what axes yeah 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 that's why it's only failed marriages god that was like draining like i feel like i just like was married for 10 years Ugh. <laughs> move on field of dreams yes oh my god have our own dreams Here's the empress again. Here's this mom again. Mom! Is that part of your field of dreams? <laughs> now mom sneaks away. Sneak away! <laughs> now all the moms sneak away. Oh, mom's sneaky off to heart with heartbreak. Now the mom is heartbroken. Is secretly or sneaking suspicion that there's going to be heartbreak. Oh my gosh, yes. And fears the relationship. Ultimately, yeah. That's what happens next. Shit starts falling apart, and then you're like, oh my god, this shit's gonna end. And then it makes it end, because that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, now it fears the relationship. And now there's children. Again, this whore back with her sweet, sweet fucking... <sighs> now here's this whore with her sweet burden. And that's the truth. Now this whore, so sweet. Now she's a bur Now she's a burden. You fear the relationship because of children. But here's this sweet whore. Sweet, nostalgic whore from the past. And she is a burden. And that is a truth. Well, then it's not your field of dreams. It's not your field of dreams. If there is a fucking whore in the background, your thoughts, your feelings, and beliefs are always engaging in a vast field of full of pure potential. This is the perfect time to harness the field as a vast potential not yet realized in your life. Great abundance is yours if you're willing to do the work alongside the gentle gardener. Be clear about your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. Concentrate on your best life, regardless of the temporary outer conditions imposed upon you by the greater world. This has its own story to tell. You have a basket full of seeds that are quite powerful you, for your talents, and, and you are divinely inspired and will indeed lead to a great harvest to be shared with others. You will reap what you have sown. Dream big, dream beautiful, take action, and tend the garden of your life. Yeah. Fuck that whore. Go make your own garden. Who gives a shit about the whore and her kid? Alright. Let's go on and do your own thing. Magical prayer. Yeah, say a prayer for yourself. Yeah, so much stress. Cause, yeah, because it's a complete illusion. Your job is a com It's you're so stressed because there's an illusion here that it's working. The illusion is that it's working. You're stressed out because the illusion is it's working. Magic prayer. You're worried. That's just an illusion. If you work on your your freedom. Yeah, okay. For those of you that are in relationships that can't break free. 
and you're sitting there and you're like, I have this, I have a crush on somebody and I want to leave my partner because I don't see how this goes, right? Um, but you can't cheat. I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. You can't get him to cheat? I don't know. So, you know, I don't know. Long story short, on the whole, do I leave him? Do I not? Do I have a foot in the door? Do I jump ship? This person's I want, but I don't know if they want me. So I, you know, I, you're in that like juggle. Like, what do I do? I don't know. Do I stay here and fucking suffer for the rest of my life? Or do I try something new that might fail? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the choice. Do you stay in a situation in which you are not happy, that hasn't changed, won't continue to change, and ain't getting better. 10 years, 20 years, it ain't getting better. If you don't have a good foundation, if their love isn't real, that shit is going down. It's only going to get worse. A lot of resentment. No more time. So, yeah. The choice is take a risk, get out of that relationship, and then have them not like you. And then now you're alone. I'm going to be alone. Oh, my God, I don't have anybody. Now I'm alone. <laughs> is your life only about being with someone else? Are you going to have a life regardless of who you're with? Oh, we got this, we got that, we're going to build in the future, blah, blah, blah. You're miserable. You're fucking miserable. Most people who listen to tarot about love are looking for a way out of their relationship. I'm going to tell you right now. The clock starts now. It is. What's the date? May 20th, 2022. So, here's your clock just started. Oh, I know your other clock's all the way, whatever. But here's your new clock. Your clock just started. How many days are you going to let this person that you're with steal your peace, steal your future, steal your emotions, steal your future love from you? Your happiness. Your abundance. Here's a little secret. If you're with a greedy person, you will never be able to make enough. And it's part of the law of abundance. If they don't have good intentions, they will just suck you dry. So you give up. And you can be real strong. You can make it a long time. Yeah, you got it in you. You can make this work. <laughs> and how long? And how long? How many? How much time did you waste? At the end of the day, how many? How much time did you waste? Where are you at now? How many years you waste? How many years you waste? I've been free five years and I've done nothing but work on my five year plan just for me and my son. And we're doing great. We are. I'm really close to almost all of my five year goals. I had five, they were very simple. I'm very close to my last one. And that's because I didn't let my loneliness and I didn't let, you know, my need, 
I don't need a man. Not that I'm gay or not gay or anything in between, but I just don't need to take care of someone. Like if they're going to come in and add to my life, that's one thing. But most of them out there just want to be taken care of. Well, is he worth it? Is he worth the time? Is he worth the effort? Is he worth all the non-orgasms that you're going to have having sex with him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're not orgasming, no. Oh, Mary, oh, God damn it. That's something I would have told myself at 27. Like, hey, so what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Once this, like, chills out. <laughs> Take where it is now as your peak. Where are you going to be <laughs> in five years? Think about that right now. Where you're at in your relationship, you've either peaked already and you're coming down. Most likely you're halfway down the hill, right? It's right, right. So where are you at? Where are you at next year? Sure the hell ha haven't took a fucking big dent out of your five-year plan. No, you're still paying for this fucking bullshit. Still doing what this fucking asshole Still making you feel like shit. Now you've gained weight because all you've, all you've done is sat there and been broaded with shitty statements, you know, because it's your fault that their dick don't work no more, right? Not what the weird fucking porn they're into right now because <laughs> they have ridden the porn wave to, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> magic prayer you're suffering because it's an illusion that this shit's gonna work free yourself from this fucking relationship so you could be successful it's just a broken heart so let's take a magical prayer right now for all my listeners who are trapped or feel trapped in relationships they can't get out of you need a magical prayer dear source universe god whatever it is you believe in our listener here feels trapped by something in their life, a relationship, a friendship, a job, a family member. They feel trapped. They feel like they have to hide a part of themselves that will never be validated by that partner in any way. We want to pray first for a clear sign from your partner or a family member or friend, that they are not genuinely down for you. That's easy. Keep an eye on them. They'll show you. They'll show you. Right? That way it makes it fucking easy to walk out the goddamn door. The moment they show you who the fuck they really are, fuck you, see ya. Right? There, I had, in my divorce, I had this clear moment. Like, there was a lot of fucked up shit going on. It was all piling up. I was like, what the fuck? And then there was this clear moment. I was like, he's completely fucking fake. I saw him react to something without knowing that I was watching. I a text message. It was a text message. He didn't know where I was. I texted him and I watched his reaction to a text message. And that told me I've been with this person. I've been friends with him, been friends with him forever. Every, what his body language told me the moment he received that text message was all I needed to know. For eternity. That it was not going to continue. So do that. Step one, hide and text them something you know. <laughs> you know, a little upsetting, right? Right, yeah, text them something. It could even be sweet. 
You can text them whatever your heart feels like texting them. It could be sweet, like I love you, and see how they fucking react to your text message of I love you, and I'm going to fuck your brains out later. See what they say. They roll their eyes. They look, Right? Now you know. So take a moment to pull down their mask. Hide, text them a message. Maybe they're working out and you go, I don't know. Maybe you're outside doing something else and then you text them and you're looking through the window. They don't know that you see them. However you want to be sneaky about it, be sneaky about it. First off, that will help you make the choice to cut the relationship. Because now you know that they're completely a fake relationship. It makes it so much goddamn easier. Then, then what do you want to do next? Okay, now you know. Now they don't know that you know, but you know. Now you collect all of your most like valuable things. This is your sentimental shit, mostly, or whatever. If it costs a lot of money, I don't know. If they are, have their eyes on your shit... Whatever it is, grab it up, protect it, take it to a family member's house, put it in storage, whatever you got to do. Start smuggling your shit out of the house, right? I don't know, right? If you have connected accounts, again, if you're the breadwinner, I don't know. If you're not the breadwinner, again, you start your own account, start saving up your money in your own account. They don't need to know about it. Go out, set up your own account, get your cards, get your all your shit together, right? Find out where you're going to land. Are you landed with a friend? Are you landed with a family member? Are you moving out to an apartment or are you going to try to buy another house, right? I don't know what you're going to do, right? How are you going to fucking move the fuck out of this shit? All right. Think about that. All right. And then if you're dealing with a narcissist, you want to cut and run as quick as fucking possible. It, it's just the best way to do it. If you're, using, if you're dealing with someone who's using you, you see how fucking fake they are, you want to cut and run as quick as possible. Kill all. Don't let them put the sob stories on. Go out. Be very honest with your friends. Hey, this relationship didn't work. They're going to be mad about it. They're going to stay sh say shit. If you want to talk to me about whatever they said, doors open, but I'm going through a breakup. So just know I'm over here dealing with it. All right. So whatever comes through the grapevine, a heads up would be great. Uh, a chance to, you know, to say my side of the story would be great, but it's not necessary because I don't give a fuck about this person anymore because they don't give a fuck about me. All right. Then just jump. See who fucking shows up for you. And that will be your answer to everything. Okay? I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about how to love a Gemini. All right? All right. Oh, my goodness. I just, like, flipped over a steak for the marinade. <laughs> I'm so excited. Finish this up. Oh, I'm going to go have a cheap fucking hibachi style grill. Right on my, right on my grill. Okay. I didn't finish the prayer. <laughs> I was supposed to do this magical prayer, and I stopped, and I told you step by step what to do. So, uh, again, dear spirits, <laughs> please give my listener a clear view of the intentions of their partner so that it makes it easier for them to break free. Give them every 
resource that they need to start towards their future and their purpose. Give them the hope and the courage that something better is out there for you. Even, I got, I mean, even being even alone is still more satisfying sometimes. Because come on, like the loneliest place to be is sitting next to someone and going through the Netflix. <sighs> Cute again. Right? No, same sex. Maybe. Maybe I want my period this week. I don't know, right? You know? That's date night. Some dude you can see. <laughs> I mean, unless you're into that. You know what I mean? If there's no connection anymore. Even with kids, kids like totally damper everything out. You know, if there's not real love, uh, it won't sustain you through the journey and the stress that is family. But my family's gonna be upset. His family's gonna be upset. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but then they might not be. My family was like, yeah. Oh God, thought she was never gonna fucking. <laughs> so my family was like, she's a goddamn. She's a god, or she's too fucking like loyal. She's never good. Like, that's how my family felt about me. They're like, she's too fucking loyal. She'll never leave this abusive relationship. She's too fucking loyal to ever do that. And I was. I was. I was too fucking loyal to ever leave that relationship. But <laughs> he betrayed me. He betrayed me in a way, let's just say. I realized it was summer right after my son's fourth 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 birthday. I realized that when I got older or if I got sick, that man would leave me anywhere. He that's the realization. I'm like he would spend a month researching the perfect TV TV before we bought it. But he would spend no time. If like I became incapacitated in some way, hurt or, you know, had some kind of coma or something like that. He would leave me in the worst facility possible. That was my realization. Like when I get old, this motherfucker would leave me in the worst fucking nursing home in the fucking state. That was a realization I had. Like, how would he, how much does he love me as far as how would he take care of me if he had to take care of me? And I realized he would not take care of me. And I was spending my entire life taking care of him. And I would have taken care of him at the highest level of care that I could have afforded for him. That's what, that was the realization I had the summer of 2017. In that moment, when I went through whatever I went through, that was what I walked out of that place. That was the mentality. That motherfucker would leave me anywhere. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not making any fucking decisions for me ever again. That was the mentality. At the end of the day, 
your partner, your spouse, if you're married, is going to make the decisions for you when you are incapacitated, what kind of decisions would they make for you? At the end of the day, are they going to make sure that they have the better thing? Okay. How much money? That's what I'm saying. If your partner could give a shit about you, throw you in a fucking river. Kind of mentality. And that's really what you want to think about. Like how you want to, if you're walking down the aisle or thinking about it or did or want to, think about how would your partner treat you if you were in an accident. And you could not function properly. Let's say you're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. How are they going to treat you? Are they going to wipe your face with fucking resentment? Damn it, can't you eat your fucking applesauce, right? They're going to leave you sitting there in soiled sheets. That is what marriage is about. Marriage is about loving someone enough to want to make sure their quality of life is at the highest possible realm. That's again, back to how do they treat the people that they are responsible for. If they treat them like shit, if they, do, if they have the lowest of low, can you call that love? Who's going without? Is it you or is it them? That's the best question. Can't end this fucking prayer. So dear God, please protect all my listeners from relationships like that. Please protect my listeners from finding themselves in positions like that. Please help them see that there is a way out of whatever they find holding them, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a family tie, whether it be an addiction. Even an addiction to tarot or Christ. You know, all that shit. Anything that makes you feel good is a drug. Like, you know, I don't fucking stand. Let me get off my fucking pulpit and talk about sexy fucking Geminis. Oh my God, can we talk about sexy <sighs> fucking Geminis for a second? <laughs> they are. First off, they're so goddamn flirty. Oh my God, Geminis are the biggest fucking flirts ever. Oh my God. I love I love it. I, I can sit, whether, like, they're, they're, it'd be like nothing between us, but a Gemini and I could just sit there and talk flirt city all day. And there could literally be nothing between us, just the fun of flirting. They love to flirt. If you're wanting that kind of fun, um, sexy kind of back and forth energy. A Gemini is definitely the way to go. They are curious, smart, creative, so communicative. Like if you want to be like, oh my God, my partner communicates so well. You want a Gemini. 
I mean, if you want, you want to talk, you want a Gemini. They're funny and extremely adaptable. Any situation, they'll adapt to, no big deal. They're a muted sign. They're super flirty. But they're going to need a lot of stimulation. Like, for example, like they're not going to just want to go and like have a drink. No, they need trivia. They, <laughs> they need some kind of competitive game. If you want to turn on your Gemini, let's say it's a second date and like you're ready. Like, I want to have a sexual relationship with this one. He's hot. He's communicative. He answers all my texts. Oh, my God. We stay in contact all day. It's amazing. Um, like if you want to kind of like get to that, like how to turn them on, get to the next level, go out and buy yourself like Battleship or like Connect Four, Hungry Hungry Hippos, some kind of great fucking game. I highly recommend Battleship and then play Strip Battleship. And if he sings your Battleship, you got to take off your bra, right? So like every ship is a different like clothing item, right? And, and then, you know. That's all you need to do. It's a game. It's competitive. They will be completely turned on. They will never forget that date. Battleship all the way, man. Or like, I mean, any game. You can just be creative about it. And as long as there's competition, it could be a game of horse in the backyard. No, like maybe they have a private backyard and your game, you know, is it, is it horse? Yeah, like when you play basketball and it's different shots, right? Let's say they have like a private area or something like that or they have a little hoop in their, in their living room like men do, right? Play, like play a game like that where you end up naked. They will love it. Anything like that. Um, they're, again, they're great at sexting. So like you're going to want to, you know, work it. Um, they have an erotic bucket list, so just be ready, okay? They know what they want. Will they go and get it? I don't know. Like, I have a lot of Gemini friends. They're not a kiss and tell. Like, all my Gemini friends aren't, like, they're not, like, conquistadors. So they're not like, I fucked this person, blah, 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 or I did it. You know, they're not like that. Like, I don't know any of their sexual histories. They're extremely closeted with the goods. Like, my best, couple of my best friends are Geminis. I don't know a fucking shit about their sex life. I don't. <laughs> Nothing. Like I could I can't tell you a fucking thing about them except that like I know they I know they got it in them. I don't know if they pull it off or not because like again, they're not going to talk about. It. Again, you can get away with something with a Gemini. They might have a few they might be dating a few people too. Like I said, that's the whole point. Like they don't you don't know it's Gemini's have this dark side that you don't know about. None of us are going to know about it. They keep it to themselves. They'll disappear. You'll be like, what the fuck? What's happening? No one knows. They could be in their bedroom crying, doing nothing. They could be fucking something. You have no idea. You're never going to know. Geminis are that fucking sneaky. That's the bad side about them. Uh, but they're really into fantasy and kinky. Again, I don't know because my they don't tell me. I, I try to always get the goods. I can't get I can't get fucking shit out of my Gemini. So the the paperwork says they're kinky and they like fantasies. <laughs> I cannot I cannot confirm that. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. But they're really handsy. So they're gonna be like really extremely hands-on. They're gonna hold your hand. They're gonna be really into hugging and hand holding and extremely affectionate. They aren't shy at all. So you don't have to worry about making the first move. Your Gemini will. 
they like to show off their favorite things. And if you become one of their favorite things, they will show you to their friends. They will show you to their family. Like if you are, uh, if a Gemini shows you off, you are their favorite thing. Just so you know. All right. Um, let's see here. They're extremely thoughtful and romantic. And really sweet and affectionate. They are. Like, my Gemini friends give, like, the sweetest, most thoughtful gifts. It's like, oh, that's really thoughtful. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? They really take the time to be romantic. They're extremely uh, uh, sweet and affectionate. They love kissing. And they like to be silly while they do it. So don't tickle. Um, their love language is gift giving and compliments. So they'll love to give you, again, back to this thoughtful and romantic gift, but they're also going to give you really nice compliments. Um, again, back to this communication. You like, Let's say your last partner was a regular ghoster um, or just like dropped off and you never, you know, and then it was like two days later, now they're texting. You know what I mean? A Gemini is going to get back to you. You're going to know when the conversation is over. Right. And they're also going like, just like I said, like my, like I'm sitting there talking about my Gemini and my Gemini is like in my inbox right now. She's waiting for me. I'll get back to her in a second. She'll be okay. Baby. She'll be cool. Again, it's not the end of the world. If my Gemini, like your Gemini boyfriend or girlfriend's got to wait 20 minutes for you. They're cool. They're ready to communicate whenever you are. It's not like I got to wait three days or I got to wait an hour. They're not playing that game. They are right back to no joke. Um, they love, love, love pillow talk. So again, they're going to, after you make love or fuck or have some kind of fantasy extravaganza, oh my God, who did you dress up with? This is what you can do with your Gemini. They're going to have so much fun. Um, again, they're going to want to sit there naked and very deeply talk to you all night long. They want to be your best friend. They will. They, they'll literally tag along everywhere. Oh my God, you're going, you're going to do something like <laughs> you're going to the social security office. Oh my God, I'm coming with you. <laughs> Your Gemini will literally go do the most tedious fucking thing in the world with you. They don't give a shit. They're just happy to be with you. If they love you, they will sit for an hour at the social security office just so you get your shit right. You know what I mean? Um, again, the coolest thing about a Gemini is you'll be at the top of their to-do list. So if you're dating a Gemini, the very top of their to-do list is love, my lover. And then it's like, rule the world. Disappear and let no one know where the fuck you are. Learn something completely fucking new. <laughs> Have fun while you're doing it. I'll laugh a lot. Right? That is going to be their to-do list. They really like eye contact and PDA. So you have to be acceptant of physical love. Uh, if you find yourself being more cold energy, um, a Gemini will feel clingy um, to you. All right. If, especially if you're a fire sign uh, that needs to kind of burn out for a little bit. Um, some of my water signs that need to like go deep into their depths. Um, a Gemini will feel clingy to you. Uh, back to back to them, they will make the first contact. They will initiate conversation. If you want to know if your Gemini is into you, just wait. Um, they will initiate, and then you'll know. 
All right. So, uh, again, you want to like have some fun with with Gemini. Open up conversations if you're interested in in them. Uh, again, touch their hands, touch their arm, be really touchy, and then that will communicate to your Gemini uh, that you're into them touching you. And then they will start to touch you if that's what they want. And then they will initiate a contact. And then there you go. You're set. Uh, Geminis work great with Scorpios, Aquarius, Libras, Aries, and Sagittarius. That is their... Um, that is their, that's their favorite sign. So a Gemini definitely is twinning all the way. <clears throat> They're a great friend. Uh, they require lots of stimulus. Again, probably why Aquarius, Scorpio, Aries, and Sag do so good because we create stimulus all the time. And again, you don't have to worry about them being shy, right? Uh, where am I at time-wise? I don't know if I have time for... <clears throat> Let's just do a quick overall reading for anybody who's listening. An overall love reading for any of my listeners. Good advice, please. Just to finish off this reading. So yeah, congratulations me. We're growing. Healing family issues. Love Your love life benefits as you forgive your parents. Yeah, back to the house we're in right now, which is about relatives and journeys uh if you do find yourself uh meeting with family soon you know take the time to work on healing that relationship yeah it's stressful possibly with the dad father the emperor stressing out the dad or stress stressing out the father or a father that's stressed out or stressing out because of the father or boss Again, there's some kind of broken heart energy, feeling the need to defend yourself. Now you're keeping watch for someone to return. Single, happy, expecting a dick with a gift. Expecting a dick with a gift. What the fuck? What's this? What's this dick with a gift? What's a gift? That scares me. You're stressing out here. Healing family issues. You're stressing out. Possibly because you have a lot of things you're managing right now. I'm going to take you as the emperor. When the emperor's got a lot of things he's got to deal with. Again, you could be a father. You could be a boss. You could be a mom running your shit. All right? You're stressing out about all this responsibility. On top of it, you have some heart heartbreak. And you feel, or you were heartbroken by your father, and now you feel like you have to defend yourself. You will. You will defend yourself successfully. You will create this abundance and this happy ending that you want to create. And you can expect that dick to have an STD. That's what I'm going to say. You can expect the King of Swords, Page of Pentacles, Lovers. I read Page of Pentacles as the gift when it comes out with lovers or the sex card. Yeah. You can expect this dick to message about the lovers, but 
or you can expect this dick to have an STD. Yeah, because he got it from a very selfish person. Yeah, expect it. Expect the dick to have an, an STD because he got it from, because he chose a very selfish person. Healing family issues. <laughs> Healing family issues. Oh my god. Healing family issues. Alright. And that happens. Yeah, there's your message. Eight of Wands. Now there's a message about a relationship. Again, Hermit, you're alone. There's a message about sharing of feelings. The hermit. Must be Virgo. Oh god, I can't wait for dinner. Two more cards. Now there's this message about a relationship while you're alone at work. And there's a breakup. And it's about a breakup. Now you get messaged about this relationship. While you're alone at work, it's a breakup. Here comes the Queen of Pentacles. Here comes this bitch who is the reason that there's an STD on the table. Yeah, because she's a fucking burden. You reap what you sow, you fucking fool. Yeah, and I juggle with fucking defending yourself against the family. Just defend yourself and your family from this dick. Yeah. Defend yourself. That's the fucking truth. <sighs> At the end of the day, whatever I just read, defend yourself. Whatever that fucking means to you. Defend yourself. Sexually, if you are in a fucking relationship right now, Look, look, you, you skipped a fucking pill. Oh my God, I don't think my depot's working right. Um, you know, I just have these weird feelings. I need to have my IUD, right? IUD, yeah. Checked. I just don't think we should have unprotected sex right now. Protect yourself. From the STD, from your cheating fucking husband or um, wife or girlfriend or boyfriend. All right? Just make up some stupid excuse. The birth control isn't working for some reason. Protect yourself right now. That's what the card just said. I have to clear the energy of that with the nice cards. This Gemini season, my God. Isn't that how they keep you forever? I tell ya. It continues. <laughs> the art of seduction. There's shit. So seductive. Oh my God. Is it worth it? Hot five minutes worth it. Oh my god. I tell you again. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not gonna tell you again. I 
happen. I have too much medical fucking knowledge. I don't know. I'm not going. Go read a fucking book about it. Um, love, womanhood, passion, seduction. We see an elegantly dressed couple. The woman close to the man is close to the man as she whispers something in his ear. It's safe. <laughs> she is talking about love. What kind of secrets is she telling him? In her red jeweled gown, the woman is aware of her powers of seduction. She uses her femininity, beauty, and passion. She tempts all the senses, and from the scent of the fragrance of the bloom of the soft touch of her cheek, there is incredible power in her gentle words and delicate caress. Yeah, that's all it took. Razor burn. <laughs> Protect yourself. These fucking bugs. No one, gives, no one fucking gives a shit. At the end of the day, no one gives a shit about your fucking long-term health. No one gives a shit about <clears throat> your long-term health. They don't. They give a shit about getting their dick off. You know what I mean? So, again, there's no reason to put yourself at risk. And if you're with a partner that is stepping out, they're going to bring you home something shitty. So, figure out how to protect yourself between now and when you make your jump. Back to the end of the prayer. Again, just protect my listener from those kind of fucking people. Protect my listener from narcissists. Protect my listener from uh, financial loss. Give them the support they need to break away from whatever, whatever relationship they need to. Right? Amen. Um, <coughs> yeah. Make sure you're one of my... <coughs> Excuse me. Gosh. Alrighty. Um... Yeah, I got the self-promotion bullshit, you know, on my social medias. Um, hit up my website, always appreciate it. Um, yeah, make sure you're subscribed, especially on Apple Podcasts. And hey, leave a review, those go a long way, and stars. And if you want to message me, send me an email. It's the best way to get a hold of me, whisperingmeantarot at gmail. What a weird Gemini. Anyway, I'm going to go celebrate you get your shit together in your head. This is a great time to plant the seeds of, of revolution. <laughs> All right. So if you're one of my listeners that feels trapped in something, this is the time to start planning your escape. All right. And if you're one of my listeners that's free um, and enjoying their space, um, keep doing that. Keep planting seeds. Um, so that you have a very fruitful fall. All right, that's what we do. Consistency is what breeds success. Dependency is what breeds consent. I can't get the word out right now. <sighs> Resentment, ultimately. You know what I mean? Go book it. <laughs> All right. I hope this is acceptable. 
to put out. Uh, I'm going to go eat some supper. God knows I need it. All right. Six o'clock Friday night. Woo. <laughs> Party's just getting started. I'll talk to you guys later. Go love on a Gemini. They're great communicators. They're great friends. They'll disappear, but they'll come right back. They will. Your Gemini will disappear, but they'll come back. So don't hate them when they come back. Accept them with open arms. Hey, yeah, great. You know, most of them. Right? I have a couple of Geminis I'll never talk to again. It's just how it goes. But uh, that's, you know, that's the price. For the most part, they're exceptional people. A few of them. But isn't that how it always goes? Not all sign is going to be great. You're going to have one. It's going to be you know, the good ones, the bad ones, the little ones, right? Uh, trust your Gemini uh, to communicate their feelings, though. So uh, they're definitely more than capable of giving you that kind of relationship. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's the episode. You guys have a good one. Bye.